And here we go. How are you? You had a deep sigh right before we started. I did. What's that deep sigh for? Just a lot. Oh, well, now's the perfect time to. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting ready for the program. I had to do live scans, doctor's appointments, blood draws. You just feeling a little overwhelmed? Yeah, like trying to make sure I do it all. Yeah, you'll get it done. My Spanish classes, I need um, two to five hours a day. For Spanish? For Spanish. And I'm like, uh, dude, I don't think so. But I think it just, maybe for beginner beginners, that's what they're saying you need it for. I don't know. I checked. We have a lot of homework. Also, it's summer school. So summer school is also very much like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime I've taken summer school and I've always been like, oh God, it's every day and you're going full speed ahead and you don't slow down. See, I think I wasn't expecting Spanish to be such a. <laughs> I think because you're surrounded by Spanish. Yeah. Just, yeah. I got this. I got this. It's no big deal. No, 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 no. It's, it can be difficult. <laughs> but you got this I know oh you just look like you got beat up by the day (laughs) it was a good day it was a good day it just abused you a little bit yeah it's all right though oh I I see find out I did find out because I had to go to the doctor for a physical that um I am in my BMI oh so I announced that to the office today when I got inside. And how'd that go? I opened the door and I said, I'm in my BMI, bitches. Did anyone say anything? Did the person that grabbed your side say anything? Um, he left for the day after that. Oh, good. Yeah. Wait, he, t- he truly is a terrible human being. Yeah, he is. And I just feel like he's done stuff like that probably all throughout his career. Yeah, I learned that he did that to somebody else. Oh, my God. The fact that he's even done it twice. Mm-hmm. What? This girl we don't, this other don't see, so. That is insane. That is super just, like, oh, like infuriating. And then, you know, what was kind of infuriating to me is that I felt like if I opened up and kind of shared my story, that it'd be like, oh, you provoked it. Wait, how so? I know I, I know I didn't, but it's just that like in the back of my mind, like it's going to be my, like, I feel like it's going to be my fault. I think that is you though, going in your own head, trying to blaming yourself because you're so used to blaming yourself for things. But I, I'm used to, like, I see that all the time that women think that it's going to be their fault. If they open well, up their and story. that's true. That's why a lot of people are like, oh, it's my fault. What did I do? How did I provoke it? Yeah. And you didn't provoke it. You literally were at your desk. And I think that's why it's so hard for so many people to come forward and tell stories or their story is specifically yeah. because oh, what did I do to provoke it? How did I Mm -hmm. give this freaking man permission? I did not, but, and I know that I didn't, but it's just like that in the back of my head that I'm like, if I do, if I say this, like every little thing is going to be looked under a microscope now. I think everything does need to be looked under a microscope though, especially with him, because there's been so many incidents Mm -hmm. where you're like, you've just been uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know that I am not the, um, Oh, you're not the only one. No, but you know that I'm not like the The squeaky clean person. So I could be a little, whatever. at, At the end of the day though, it doesn't give someone the right to put their hands on you without you giving the okay. Yeah. So It doesn't see, and that's, and that's another thing. It doesn't matter if someone said, oh, I would hold a dirty joke or I told a dick joke or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, has he, you know, you never given permission for people to, I feel like some people know their boundaries and other people just assume their boundaries. Yeah. And I think he, I don't know, even if you laid boundaries. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting on what to do still. I was advised to write everything down with names and times. I do think that's very smart. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But it's a new moon. It's a new moon. It's such a new moon. I feel like the energy from this has been just coming like just weeks in advance. So did you listen to the video that I sent you today? I did not get a chance to listen to the the planets. I know she's a little long. She's a little long winded, but she's very awesome. She is. So she was saying, and I don't know if you can relate to changes in the moon. Can you hear the puppies? (laughs) Sorry for the pups. Puppet, puppet dogs. Uh, See, she was saying that this new moon change has been happening since December. Is that why everything's been so freaking all over the place? And yeah, so whatever the universe has been trying us to change our way since December. And then, like, this is like this new moon, we're supposed to go back and kind of. I don't want to say relive, but come to peace with everything. So then we can move forward. Well, that would make sense for a lot of things. Like why, like we were talking about exes are coming back in. So that would make sense because you kind of need to relive it in a way. Mm -hmm. Did you hear, are you hearing emails coming through? No. Okay, good. You didn't hear that. It was just me. Um, I have like work emails that I can hear coming through. But, um, but yeah, maybe that's why, but relive it. How so though, do you have to go fully into it or just kind of have that conversation and shut it down? Um, I took it more as like accepting your past. Like you need to accept your past in order to move forward. Okay. How do you think you can accept your past? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, I guess that when it comes to that, sometimes it can be so vague mm-hmm. and I don't fully understand because, okay, how do I, do I just meditate I and accept it or do I, excuse me. I think it's only like, you will know how to handle your own path. It's like when I pull cards sometimes, like I see these and I'm like, okay. And, and I kind of don't know how to move forward <laughs> with it. Like I, I see what the cards are saying, but meditate on it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's not wrong. I'm probably going to meditate after the podcast. Yeah. Especially because it's a new moon and all that energy and and starting fresh. You should go in the pool. I was in the pool. That's why I'm in a swimsuit. Oh, (laughs) there's your new moon bath. That was actually my new moon bath. Now that I think about it. And then I sat in the sun. Oh, I love soaking up some sun rays. You do love soaking up some sun. Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't I care about skin cancer. <laughs> I do care, but I love the sun so much. I'll You're the it. person you are. You do love sun and you've always tanned. You tan like that. I'm like a lizard. You are. And you are like a lizard. You're like, do you want any SPF? And you're like, no, do you have coconut oil? That was the worst <laughs> mistake ever. The worst time ever. Because coconut oil does have natural SPF. It's SPF four though. Yeah, that's like when we were like going on our supernatural journey. That's when like, well, although I will say coconut oil in your box when you're taking antibiotics does keep you from getting a gnarly yeast infection. Oh, well, that's a good use. Well, coconut oil it's got a lot of good uses, but as a natural SPF, it's not one. No, we ended up burning ourselves and frying ourselves like next level. I think that was the worst burns we've ever gotten. Oh my gosh. And it was like one of those burns where it sits for two weeks. And then all of a sudden your skin is like, yep, I'm done. Yeah. Like you just cooked me off. I have cooked to full crispiness. Yeah. Like (laughs) we called it a new epidermis. I know. Like, sorry. Yeah, we I peeled for at least a week. I remember that. It was just not it was bad. We couldn't wear you couldn't wear a bra. No, and it's just because well, I remember it was Memorial Day weekend and we drank a lot and we had coconut oil on and we were just in the sun swimming nude for (laughs) yeah. 
It was at your ex-fiance's parents' house that had the pool. Mm -hmm. That house was amazing, though. That was fun. That was nice swimming in the pool and just drinking and, oh, our 20s. Swimming naked is the best. Oh, my God. It feels like you're a freaking porpoise. Like, you just feel smooth and wonderful and everything about it. It's just, like, the most... I wonder if we Green feeling. If we messed up their pool swimming in Coconut. <laughs> we would probably would have heard about it. Oh, probably. Or would we? I don't think maybe your, you know, your the fiance. I don't think he would have said anything. He probably would have just been like, they're fine. Just let do them do whatever there. we wanted. Yeah. He, he really did. He was good about that. Mm-hmm. He just let us kind of be. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that we are now looked at like, well, that's just Sashi and Mandy. But we are. It's just like, just just let them be. Like, there's no problem. They're not hurting anybody. No, they might be a little crazy and a little naked, but they're fine. But they're fine. They'll mm-hmm. be fine. Let them drink some champs. Let them, I don't know about champs anymore. That gives a hangover, like, in your yeah. 30s. That's not Check. good. No, I think they're both saying. <laughs> I just had some delicious rosé from Josh Sellers. Oh, that one's really good. Isn't that, there's one around (laughs) us, isn't there? There is. No. There's a tasting room, I thought. Is that Josh? I don't know. Either way, it was freaking delicious. I had two glasses and I was buzzed. I'm better now, but. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) So since it's the new moon, what do you want to manifest this new moon? I don't know. I kind of just finally released everything. Would you release like your ex? Yeah. Do you feel like, I feel like I'm just stepping into the next level of life. Is it because, okay, the ex and then life and everything kind of is now you're done with like the past and how it was. Yeah. Like I'm done with school. I'm actually like moving towards something. Maybe that's what your ex was like. That was closing that door was kind of okay. I feel like he, I feel like he taught me a lot because after, after the baby daddy, it was like a little, I had to learn how to be myself again. Yeah. And you were single for like two years. Yeah. And that like, it was okay. Like people are going to accept you for who you are. They are going to, he didn't. They will accept you for who you are. Yeah. And like after like, he was really manipulative. That's a hard the, word to say. The, oh, I always trip up on the, the ex was. Yeah. No, my baby daddy. Oh, oh yeah. That one has always been manipulative though. I feel like he's mm-hmm. very good at getting what he wants. And he's like people, there are people like that. We know a few people like that. Yeah. And he'll, he'll do whatever it takes. He'll like, we are very good at building ourselves up. It takes us a long time, but like once we like have our self-confidence and we kind of like come out of the shell, like with all of our weird quirkiness and then like someone knocks it down, like we immediately retreat. Yeah. And I think that's what he did to me. He made you retreat into your shell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's just those kind of people is that's what they do. They build you up. And then the whole point is they want to make sure you feel weak. So Mm when you can't leave them. Yeah. And even if you are 100% miserable, which you were when you were in that relationship. Yeah. And you just kept saying, I have to keep trying. I have to keep trying. But it really was like, you just need to let it go. Yeah. I know. I mean, Araya's seen a happy mom and a happy dad. And it's, I think that's, it takes, see, it's a big thing. It took a while, (laughs) what, almost four years to get there. Yeah. Four years to get to a point where like, okay, we are separate. We are going to be separate. We are happy and you have your life and you cannot come into mine. Exactly. And I think you set those boundaries and that, and you're, you've been sticking to them because before you used to let it kind of fade Fade. and yeah, Mm -hmm. fade into it. Not anymore. anymore. Like the line is drawn. This is the line. You cannot come across it. You cannot come across this line. Yeah. I feel good. You feel good. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. And I think it's kind of a perfect timing. I mean, I know, and it's unfortunate with your ex, like everything ended and the way it kind of ended. But like, that's new moons. That's their job. Yeah, it's to cleanse. So, 
if you look at it, every new moon, it's been like that. Like December, I mentioned like the moving thing. And then January and then February. And then there was like a couple trickles. And like, I feel like around every new moon, I was like, this is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. And finally this one, it wasn't me because I, I have a hard time with that as we know. this one this one finally you were like okay well it's it's very different yeah I I mean you know me yes the hardest time releasing even though you knew you had to like you were just like I'm not happy since December (laughs) since December I'm not happy yeah I wonder why that is that you attach and even though you know you're not happy you cannot (laughs) let go I think it's, um, I think it's like, I think I deal with abandonment issues with my dad. Oh yeah. That's definitely mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. That's something I think that it, people don't think really sticks with you, but it does. Mm-hmm. And that's just something so hard, especially like your dad, a father figure, the man that's supposed to be in your life, not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. And I just think, I mean, you know the story, like the story of him was great and like his journey into becoming a father is really excellent. So I think that's what really sealed the deal, but it just wasn't right for me, but I learned a lot and I grew a lot as a person and I'm happy for that. And being a mom? Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's my own journey. Oh, which are you talking talking about about why it was hard for me to let go, even though I knew it didn't work? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's a good thing. And there may be a time, I mean, you do meet people for a reason and there may be a time that that one does come back into your life. If if that's what you really want. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see what we are when when that happens where I am. (laughs) Oh, I can just, you just you feel so heavy today. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry, but you can see it. I don't it. feel it. You don't feel it. it. Okay. It just might be, you've just been beaten down today. I think the day kind of yeah. took. Yeah. But it's okay. We just, I just had a busy day. And I know it's the end of the day sometimes. And sometimes all you want to do is curl into a ball and just say, I'm done. Yeah. We don't get to do that. No, and especially you, going. Be, you being a mommy. I mean, sometimes you have to, though. If not, you're going to hit a wall, and then you're just going to be like, I'm done. I give up. I surrender. That's why I'm telling you I need a party. We need a party. <laughs> what does partying consist of in your when you're 36? Probably day drinking. Day drinking is fun, <laughs> because if you night drink, then we have a hangover to, for two days. Yeah, I think I want to day drink and go ride on the scooters and go ride on the scooters mm-hmm. that's Those very do- that's very doable if we're gonna day drink and ride on the scooters i almost feel like we need to bring helmets <laughs> <laughs> i am being 100 honest yes can you imagine us we would walk i could like wear the alpha helmet that i have i'm sure you have a really cool helmet somewhere I think I have in our, our, our shed, we definitely have a helmet somewhere. Like a dinosaur one <laughs> for the baby. With the spikies on them. Yeah. Yeah. I love like, them. Roll into the bar with like our helmets. We're like, what's up guys? What's up? How you doing? She's looking for the cock tonight. <laughs> she needs to get it right now. Right and tight. We can find you some birthday sex. We found you that once before. Yeah. And we can listen to the song. Oh, yeah. We'll go request it. They'll be like, who are these women? They're we'll wear mom jeans that go like right up <laughs> I underneath. Love my mom jeans. I love high-waisted jeans. I love them too. They're so cozy. Just all the way up. And then we got this. We'll wear like the 90s platforms. Oh, you need to pause. Pause. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Quick little break. Quick little break. We had a mom. We had a mama pop in. A mama popped in. The mama of the mama. So any more updates on your (laughs) any more updates on what? On your Ron Swanson house? No, it's tinted right now. Oh, it's tinted for all the bugs. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, your house is coming together. Yes. I think the tent comes off tomorrow or Saturday. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. This is like the best thing. I have so many sleepovers. So many sleepovers and your own space. Mm-hmm. And just away from it all. I got us a slip and slide. <laughs> That's how you tear your asshole open. Is what the... I know, but I didn't know what else to get. And it has water balloons that we crash into. <sighs> I think I'll watch the slip and slide happen because I can see myself going down and hurting yeah, my other knee. You'll break something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you'll break your other ankle. Like, how'd you do it? The first one was a roller play, a roller skate, and the second one was a slip and slide. <laughs> You're like, both things I said no to. Both things I said no to. And I said, you know what? Let's give it a chance. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll sit on it and scoot myself down. <laughs> Just scoot on down. I mean, your backyard's big enough, though. Mm-hmm. It's huge. You finally got your house. What are you doing for this new moon? For this new moon, I'm definitely manifesting. I'm going to meditate, not manifesting, meditate. But I do have a journal that I write in every new moon. Mm -hmm. And I label what new moon it is. So I put like new moon in, you know, Libra, new moon in Cancer. And then I write things as like it's already happened. Yes. So I will say it's probably been out two new moons since I've written in it. And I haven't looked back on some of the other stuff I've written. Yeah. I need to look back and see. And it's a big moon because whatever we manifest is going to stay with us for a while because it's a solar eclipse. Oh, oh yeah. They were, oh, I think it was only lunar eclipses that you had to be careful when you manifested. I think so. I, I don't quite understand why the last one you had to be so careful with manifesting I don't I, I think it was almost the same thing that you could either be stuck with what you asked for for a very long time mm-hmm. or like the way the power of it is it was from ritual in a jar is where I saw it originally I saw it as like, it was like a big controversy. I feel like in like the spiritual world. Well, because then Tatiana Tarot, remember she, I would listen to her and she said, you know, some people say don't manifest, but she said, do what feels right for you. If I'm not going to say don't, I'm not going to say do. If you want to do it. Yeah. I feel like that's how it usually is too. And I kind of, you need to do just what feels right. And if your moon, new moon ritual means like not doing anything, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, and I really like Tatiana Cheryl because I feel like she's really connected with everything. So yeah, since she had her baby, she doesn't do the tarot readings like she used to. I know. I loved her pools. I do like when she does her card pools, at least one. Yeah, and I love it when like when she's reading, she goes Ashe, Ashe. Oh yeah, Ashe. I love her. She's amazing. She's amazing. But I think again, I think you're right. I think it probably is who's whatever you're comfortable with because mm-hmm. it's going to come back to you. And as long as you're comfortable, I feel like it'll come back within a range that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Do you know what this moon is? Cause you know, like there's some where it's like, it's good to manifest abundance because of like where the other placements are. But I know there's some trines. Let's see. I have it on my, you're not on my phone today oh let me check my calendar how so, do let's see jupiter's opposite mercury okay pluto's in retrograde Ooh, this applies to our existing partnerships 
the terms of our personal relationships could use an update. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. I mean, and that could just be friendships. Yeah, it says like, if you're going to pop Pandora's box, know that it might take a few sessions before everyone sees eye to eye. Oh, no, 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 no. Ooh, could that be possibly also dealing with, you know, I don't want to call her Looney Tunes anymore because that's not a nice name, but. No, our Aries. Yeah. Yeah, but I've distanced myself. Well, I mean, maybe that's, this is a time to talk to her about why, because or you know this is going to get into tricky subjects because she needs to be honest with herself and with us on the reason why and you should be honest with your best friends and also yeah best friends earn a title and you be fake and you put on a mask in front of yeah I, and it's you know it's very difficult and it's just a situation with friends because she's someone we've known too since we were 12 and so we're kind of in that space. Like, have we known you all these years? Have you been lying to us all these years? Cause there's just something that we don't understand. And this isn't the first time that we've had to deal with this. Like we've dealt with those questions before and we've confronted her and they don't go well. Yeah. And you're right. That's hard. Cause if I've not confront, but we've brought up our feelings before and like and we've told her that same thing. We're your best friends. We don't judge you. We don't care. We just want to be here for you. And we want to know how to show up for you. Like, And I think it's, yeah. In the married one, we know how to show up for them. Like, Yeah, you're right. And I think that's just definitely hard because we don't know how to show up or what is needed and what's truthful. And, But I think there is going to become a, what is it called? Not a precipice, but there's going to be, there's going to come a point where a breaking point. Mm-hmm. where someone's going to have to give and we're someone's going to either we're all going to break and tell her like this is what's going on or she's going to break and tell us yeah that would need to be like a family meeting yeah and I think right now is not the time for a family meeting though yeah not yet Mm-mm. maybe I'll soon have to drive her awkward <sighs> okay because we'll get really yeah, we can get really deep into this one. Like the last couple ones before this, we were like, this is too deep because we were dealing with it on a daily basis and now we're not. Yeah, but I think eventually we will have to probably get into it and stop being so ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard to explain because we don't fully know what's going on because we get different stories from like seven different people. And so if we were to say one story and it's not true, or it's part of it's true, then the other story is part true. Then we just don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it's kind of easier to not to talk about it and not to be pulled into it because it is so much drama and it is so stressful that it's just. Yeah. And then we get stuck in the mud. Yeah. Our feelings get really gloomy doomy and we become really negative yeah I will say I've been much lighter since that's kind of not been a part of yeah the daily talk and Mm -hmm. I just don't even want to argue about anything anymore with her no I don't I don't feel like I even like small talk yeah I can see that in the group messages Mm -hmm. I can I think I think for you, you've definitely cut it off very big. Yeah. But we already have our own past. You too. And I don't know why that is though. You two have had a past. I remember when I was in Florida with our, our Pisces married one, you called us because you two were going through something and you were so upset. You just did not want to spend time with her, but you were emotionally upset because I can't remember why. Was it when she was like... Um, when she called me and telling me not to get engaged before her was it that time I think that might have been because it was about seven years ago Mm -hmm. and you know and then there's like little waves where you guys come back and then it kind of goes back out again and so it's it's kind of hard to see and it's kind of hard to gauge I think it's just my relationship with Aries in general yeah Aries in general are very rough in your water and she is fire and yeah I have Aries sisters I have an Aries mom 
Oh, Jesus. Actually, that makes a lot of sense because your relationship with all of them can sometimes waft in and out. It does. And it can be very rough. I, I need to I need to figure out the cancer to Aries ratio. And I know that's just sun, sunshine. Sunshine. Sun signs. So it could be other uh, other signs cra- clashing, but I don't know. I don't get along with Aries people. <laughs> is know. it is it all fire signs? Like what about Leos and Sagittariuses? Um I stay away from Sagittarius. Because we know two. I yeah. One is, one is good. One is great because I don't really interact with them a whole lot. Yeah. And when I do, it's fun because they're, he's fun. But the other one, yeah. I, I feel like the Sagittarius, we know, they can be very fun. Mm-hmm. But they can also be very heavy and dark. Yeah. And mm-hmm. very like cut you to the core very easily. Yep. <laughs> because my oldest sister is also a Sagittarius. Oh. And they mm. and they're very much the all these people that I know, they're very much the life of the parties when they're on. Mm-hmm. But nobody sees the other dark, heavy side of them. No. Until you know them very well. And when you know them, and not everybody will see it. Very few people will see it. And when you see it, you're just like, who is this monster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to get that other one out of my life, too. You're getting the scissors, and you're just like, snip, 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 everywhere. I feel like I'm very good at that. You are very good at that. That is a skill With I do friends. not have. With friends. I was going to say, you cannot cut out a band, but you cut out friends. What is that? I, I swear it's abandonment issues. It has to be, yeah, abandonment. Because females, I'll cut you all day. <laughs> you know what, though? Girls are more ruthless with each other, though. Yeah. Girls are super ruthless with each other. That embedded sexism that we've, that is ingrained in us oh you know we can ask our little pisces about this because i know she's got a whole spiel probably on this oh i bet you she does do you think it's embedded sexism i never thought about that i think so is that we're just so against each other because in our minds we're like made to think women are the weaker sex always um i don't know why with each other but I can, I think that's why we have a harder time cutting out men because they're the dominant ones. They're the dominant ones. And Mm -hmm. women are ruthless. Like they will hug you, kiss you, tell you, I love you to your face and then go around and talk so much shit and just destroy who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. But to your face, that Southern charm just came to my mind right now. (laughs) Oh, the bless your heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that's not just in the South. That is all across the board. Yeah, but that Southern one, you can tell. Like, it's more noticeable. <laughs> Here, I don't know how we're, like, I guess you kind of know, but, like, I don't know what we can, like, point out that would make us Californian women mean to each other. I feel like in L.A., it's a big thing. Everybody's fake friends. Everybody. Oh, you're my good friend. Oh, you're everyone's each other's best friends. And I, cause I've seen people in LA. I've known a few people in LA and it's just like, Oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Oh, I love you. I love you. And then if you need something, they don't respond or just not even need something, but respond to a text or just, they talk a bunch of shit about you behind your back. And you're just like, what? And you really do have firsthand experience to this. Yes. But, and, but they're not bad people. Not all of them. Some of them are, but some, you know, they're just, I don't know what it is. And maybe that's also a different world world in LA. Cause I know LA is its own psychopathic place in itself. And I, that is one of my least favorite places to go ever. Yeah. I absolutely hate LA. Mm -hmm. Like take me to San Diego any day, but Los Angeles, just every part of it. I just don't understand why people would want to live there. Yeah. I didn't really like it's the weirdest town like Hollywood is so it's so weird and where like the stars are on the in Hollywood Boulevard 
is so dirty. It is just, oh, it's okay. I was just saying where the stars are on Hollywood Boulevard. It's so dirty and so gross. It's disgusting. It's and so everybody, gross. it's so gross. And Venice Beach is not cute or clean. Mm-hmm. So it's just none of it. I don't even think like w- the only nice part is Beverly Hills, but everybody, you know. But even so, you'll you'll be driving down and like even Beverly Hills, and you won't really know that you're in Beverly Hills because there's like a cheaper part. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like two blocks over and you're like, oh, okay. I guess I'm like, not anywhere near. And all of a sudden Rodeo Drive. Yeah, exactly. And then like, so you'll be driving down in Beverly Hills and there'll be like the houses, but then there'll be like these big iron fences and then there'll yep. be a Maserati in front of it. Yeah. Like, And then you're like, oh, okay. Now I'm in the super wealthy part. Yeah. It's like, it's the weirdest thing. You'll see Lamborghinis and all this stuff just parked on the side of the road. No big deal. Yeah. And, but then you go two blocks over, three blocks over, and it is kind of the hood. Yeah. Still with the same cars in front of it. And it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And just everything about LA, the traffic is horrible, like horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a cluster anywhere you go. And it, it's just not one of my favorite places. Like the Grove is kind of cool. Have you ever been to the Grove? Yeah. Yeah, the Grove is cool, but it's also, it's a big, like, kind of mall restaurant place, so it gets really packed. Yeah. It's it's just weird. It's just weird, and I guess maybe if you go there, if you wanted to be an actress or an actor, I guess it makes sense. You have to be in that. Yeah, you have to be right there. But do you really like it? I don't know. Do they? You know, you would know firsthand. I mean, I think if you live in Beverly Hills or you live by the beach, like Marina Del Rey, mm-hmm. but those places easily $5,000 a month in rent. It's ridiculous. It's the same. $5,000 a month in rent is crazy to me. San Francisco is the same. San Francisco. Oh my gosh. This Well, the city, I think it depends on where you are though. Cause I was looking at places cause I was just curious, like Lombard street. Cause there's houses there that you can live. Okay. And for, well, I mean, a two bedroom was 3816. Yeah. So, and Lombard Street's like right kind of by the water a little bit and kind of by Coit Tower. But still, I mean, the city is out of control. I will, yeah, I agree with that. But let me tell you, you go up on one of those rooftops up there, <sighs> lots of wine on a perfect day. I mean, I, I don't have to pay that rent, but I really enjoyed being a visitor of that house. Yeah, because you went to a house that had a rooftop and it's just, it's something about the city and the view of the city day or night that is just gorgeous. It's beautiful. Like you cannot, I don't know. It's just amazing. Everything about it. It feels good. And even to this day, going to the city, it's like, I kind of want to live here. Oh yeah. I had that for a long time. Isn't it that little pool that like, I just, and maybe that's what people who want to go to LA think too. <laughs> yeah. but the, so like, what is it? It's a seven by seven. It's seven miles by seven miles. The city, like the actual city. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. It's little. I don't know. It could have changed now. I just remember those figures from a class or something, <laughs> but like you cross the bridge and you're in like mountains. Oh like, Yeah. Cause you get into like Marin and everything and it's yeah. just, you're yeah. Redwoods. <laughs> you hit oh, Sonoma, you hit wine country. And then you're close to the beach. <sighs> Something about the city though. I feel like yeah. it's not the cleanest, but it's not that bad. It's not LA. LA is just dirty. Like I don't think anyone cleans it. I feel like LA has so much money and it is so dirty. It's gross. Like I just want to take a power washer to the cement everywhere it's just gross. like dude you take our water you can at least use it to clean you can at least <laughs> i know you don't have any water yourself but you definitely still ours no problem you definitely still ours mm-hmm. yeah i just ugh, nothing about la has ever been appealing to me no 
You have San Diego right there. Before we went, it was. Before I ever been to LA, it was a feeling. I think that's when you're younger, right? Because again, you think of the movie stars and Hollywood, but then you realize they live in the hills, the Hollywood Hills or the Holmby Hills. Yeah, hello, Calabasas. In 21,000 square foot mansions. They don't ever come down to the wee folk. No, uh uh-uh. There's no need for them. They get their nails done in their house, their hair done in their house. They get groceries made for them, brought to them. Yeah. They get driven. (laughs) Yeah. They don't ever come down to the valley or the nastiness that is LA. Mm -mm. I mean, they they, go to Malibu. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about Malibu. Malibu's kind of, oh, La Jolla is so pretty. La Jolla is also very, very expensive. Are Carl's bad? Mm-hmm. Remember in San Diego, there is nothing but attractive men there. Oh my God. Even the rental car place had attractive <laughs> men. You step up on the airplane. You're just like, hello, daddy. As, as soon as <laughs> <laughs> It is nothing but like tall, fit men in suits. And you're just, where did I go? Where did it happen? Yeah. Like, are these men single? Can I take them on a date? <laughs> I know I need to rent a car from you, but can I also get your number? Yeah. They can put in baby car seats for crap. But oh, my God. <sighs> Trying to get a car seat for your little human was like, oh, God. Was floating. <laughs> the guy was like, I don't know how to put it in. We're like, ah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do we. Neither do we. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to put in a car seat. It was probably the longest half hour ever. It was so hot. It was hot. Yeah, that's right in the parking garage because you're in a parking garage trying to get your car. It's stuffy. You're just like, and you have to put in a car seat. Oh, Oh, it was late too. Oh my God. It's been three years since that trip too. Three? Yeah, because it's those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The snappies in the memory. Since the first one. Mm-hmm. hmm <sighs> I love it. Now we need to go back to San Diego. I know. I really enjoy San Diego. Just for funsies. I was looking at apartments, too. I think you would be good down there. It's close, yet far enough. So now that you have the ability to travel, since your job is 100% remote. Yes. Are you, like, more interested in... I'm more interested in moving. I also though, so I like, we've had this discussion before. I know mortgage is not for me Mm -hmm. and this company is kind of a mess, but they pay a lot of money. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm using it to pay off my bills because I do want to go. I do want to finish school and I am taking the steps more now because it's, I've, just asking a bunch of questions. Like I'm, I have a couple of counseling appointments, but I also need to be, I'm trying to be practical in my own head too, and make sure that my debt is all paid off. So I don't go into anything yeah. with debt. So sometimes it's frustrating because I want to rush to the end, but I have to remember to take a few steps back. Step one. And I think that's where I and look at the beautiful picture at the end of like how you want it to be, but you got to remember all these. And that's where I get overwhelmed though. Cause I'm like, do I just rush in and take a bunch of student loans and just deal with it after? But you shouldn't need to take it on. You kind of, did you apply for FAFSA? Uh, I talked to. Cause I'm going to do the counseling on Monday, but I talked to a student advisor today and she said, come back to me and I'll help you with FAFSA. It's super easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. So. But, I mean, okay. School is still now online. I don't, it, I don't know. I don't think it's going to pick up in the fall. Either. Yes. And that's why, um, so I did, and I applied to get a, what is it called? <sighs> so you don't have to take the prerequisites again. Oh, 
um, a waiver, not a waiver. I think it is like a challenge form, like a challenge for to retake anatomy and physiology at Gav. And then next week I'm talking to a counselor at the other one that said they're waiving it. So I'm going to see, cause at least if I can get my application in. Yeah. Cause this is, if it's still online, you could do that little six months moving. You can rent somewhere for six months. I could. I also, there's also San Diego city college, which does have a nursing program. There you go. <laughs> Options are endless for you, babe. I think sometimes I just get overwhelmed. Like I, I just, what if I can't figure this out? I feel like, and I've told, talked to you about this before. Like, I just feel like maybe am I chasing my tail? You're doing step one. And so I just, that's when I get overwhelmed and see, it gets me emotional. Wait, it just gets me emotional. Cause I feel like I've been going at this so long. And that's okay. You are smart because of it. You're okay. Way. Oh, I'm going to hug you. It's the new one. <laughs> yeah. I said this, this is the culmination yeah, I'm drained. Yeah, I it just it's just everything. It's like, and you know, I feel like tensions have been higher this week. I was just telling my Libra about that. I feel like everybody I've known has had tensions up the wall this week. Yeah. That I'm hoping oh, Aquarius is emotional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just tonight and yeah. I love you. I love you too. I think tonight, right now, is a good time for card pulls. <laughs> right now, you want me to do some? Go and do some C, because I forgot to bring my cards. I was so mad. I have the the new ones. I can. I got a jump start on. I was thinking I'd be able to start moving. As not this weekend, but next weekend. So I was just kind of packing, and I was saving those for when we moved. Well, I any help have... you need moving too? I may not have a truck, but I have a big trunk. <laughs> You have willpower. And I can shove a lot of stuff in my car. Trust me, I've been able to put a bunch of boxes in there before. In honor of the moon, we'll do the moon deck. <gasps> yes. Oh, you have the moonology deck. That is such a pretty one. Let's see. What are you feeling? I think just kind of a general a thing general with the way. new moon. What, what with the new moon should we all pay attention to? What with the new moon? I'll pay attention to. Ooh. Work through your fears. Oh. Scorpio. <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be good. That one like just stuck to my hands. It was like not moving. You need to pull this out and read this right now. I'm not leaving your hands. Read it to the masses. This one feels like a time to give rather than take new moon in Virgo. Ooh, that's interesting. That's really pretty. The ghost cards. Like little succulents. Oh, I love that. Oh. Let's see. I don't know what this one is. I have some that are kind of lengthy. Do you want to do the Egyptian ones? Oh, or yeah. The star we... seed. Ooh, let's do. Oh, oh have... the star seed one, because I, I barely pull from that one ever. Or this one. Oh, okay. uh, let's do the star seed. Okay. I like the star seed cards. I do like the star seed cards. I feel like they're very different from her other deck, the Rebecca Campbell's. I only found out about those from my Reiki person. She was like, oh, I have her other deck. What? Oh. And I found them from the, the tarot lady. See, it's all the little connections. Mm -hmm. Synchronicities. <laughs> the artwork on these cards are beautiful. They're so pretty. 
You are not alone. Isolation, physical connection, and community. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell me why that card comes out. But I look at them, man, like soul sisters. Oh, is that you and me? I think so. <laughs> they kind of look like they're in a bath, too. Like I mean, that sounds are. appropriate. I do love me a bath. Yeah. We'll say the hot tub. The great serving. We got this one last time. Mars, energy, anger, conflict, softening to love. Jesus, again. <laughs> oh, Mars, the planet of war. Bottom of the deck was forged to not follow. Pave the new path, be the leader you wish you had. Oh, well, that's a good one. Let's see. Let's see what the bottom of this one is. I forget to look at the, I forget you like to look at the bottoms. I do. But that's just me when I read. Take time to breathe out. Oh, take time to breathe out. Yeah. Take time to meditate. I take that as. Yes. And I wanted to do like, you definitely need to meditate more. I try, but I do I'm not consistent. Like we are scheduled to talk next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What if we meditate every day until Tuesday and see how our day is going? Okay. Maybe next Thursday. We'll do like a week consistent meditation and see what's changed. Okay. So starting tonight till next Thursday. See. Okay. And then we just, okay. I deal. We can touch base. Yes. See you. And how long? Is there a set time? No. Okay. There's no pressure. Okay. Just try to do it once a day. Okay. I like that. I will start tonight because when we get off this call, I will meditate and then we'll just take it day by day from there. Yeah. Perfect. See what's changed. See what's changed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So that's a good challenge. See. Okay, my little way. I love you. I love you. Don't hang up when I stop this recording. Though. Okay, I will not. <laughs> I love you, though. I cannot wait till Tuesday, and I cannot wait to meditate. And I guess we could be like all the other YouTubes out there. Yeah, come join us and meditate with us. <laughs> join us and meditate. Like us. Subscribe to us. This is true. Yeah. We're entertaining. We're entertaining. <laughs> We're just weird. This is just who we are. When we see each other, we need to figure out how to um to record the... with each other. Oh, I just upload it as is. Oh, I know how. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So don't worry. I love you. I love you. Mwah.